<laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jordan Sather reporting from Planet Earth. Hope you're having a fantastic Wednesday. We've got a lot on deck for this one, including all your favorite woke subjects to debunk, deconstruct, call bullshit on climate change, cancer vaccines, friggin' the Pope, Pope asshole, saying dumb stuff. Um, going to talk about some election stuff, Carrie Lake's lawsuit, also false flags going on in Brazil. Also, uh, a few Twitter Twitter news in there, a few pieces of that, and a variety of other things. So, what's up, guys? Greetings from England. Welcome, England. Another from England. Canada. Man, do I have anybody from America in here? Or all y'all from around the world? Uh, welcome, everybody, wherever you're at on this planet or otherwise. Much appreciated. Thank you for tuning in. Give this video a thumbs up. If you're watching on Rumble, give it a, give it a plus. Um, foxhole, a red pill, I guess. I, I can't keep track of these freaking platforms. All right, let's get down into it. Uh, word up from today's sponsor. That is Noble Gold Investments, helping you to invest your money into precious metals. Gold, silver, platinum, palladium, rhodium, whatever metals. Uh, they have retirement accounts, IRAs, 401ks that you can invest in, and they often have specials where they'll uh, mail you physical gold or silver coins for qualifying IRA or 401k rollovers. They also have also physical coins. You can just buy near spot price and they'll mail it right to you. Great American-based company. You can give them a call. You can email them. They have free investment uh, guides, investment information on their website. Link for them will be in the description below. So first order of business, guys. Um, quick shout out, Patriot Donnie, man. Again, another tip. Thank you. Appreciate you being here. Always. So first order of business, Donald Trump put out a statement today, an announcement for an announcement, like he always tends to do. So this one, let's have a listen. It's only 15 seconds long. America needs a superhero. Major announcement Thursday, that is tomorrow, December 15th. Seems like Trump loves to make his announcements on the 15th of every month, doesn't he? So we'll see what tomorrow brings. I have no idea. I couldn't care less about making a prediction because I'll probably be wrong. So I don't know. I've seen theories about him picking a vice president pick, but seems pretty early for him to do that. I don't think that's the case. Uh, I've seen some other theories stating that Trump's going to run for Speaker of the House. Well, we've heard a lot of those theories the past year or two, but we'll see. We'll see. Trump announcement tomorrow. Um, DeSantis in the picture now. So the Wall Street Journal looking a little shilly with this one, not going to lie. Looking a little shilly. So the Wall Street Journal put out a poll, and according to the poll... Ron DeSantis holds early lead over Donald Trump among GOP primary voters. Really? What is that lead? Uh, Mr. DeSantis beat Trump 52 to 38%. Really? Hmm. Crikey. I'm going to call BS on that one. Wasn't there some polls that just came out like last month showing that Trump had... 60 to 70 percent of the GOP vote or something like that yet all of a sudden Wall Street Journal comes out with this poll today 
I think the establishment GOP, I think the rhinos out there are trying to swing it for Trump. Narrative seating, exactly. Narrative seating. That's what they always do with their polls. So when they swing and rig elections, it doesn't look bad because they've been priming people to accept those results for weeks and months with their fake polls and fake studies and all that. So weird stuff, man. Weird stuff coming out of the Wall Street Journal, but I can't say I'm that surprised. I think it's bullshit. And we also have DeSantis in the news today for something that's good, but I'm hoping there's not a more ulterior motive to this. So Governor DeSantis calling for a grand jury to investigate COVID vaccine-related injuries, which if we take that at face value, great, fantastic. We need grand juries all over the place. And let's hope this grand jury is honest and can get a job done. But for this to happen the same day that that Wall Street Journal poll comes out, for DeSantis to do this when all the rumors are swirling around him and apparently he's getting some GOP political action money too, I mean, I'm wondering if DeSantis is trying to pander with this, right? I wonder if he's trying to do this to appease the GOP base, to pander and make him look better come primary time. And maybe DeSantis does pull some presidential run move out of his asshole and try to uh try to run i don't know i'm hoping that desantis and trump are same team and all of this all of this apparent beef between them is just kayfabe is just for the optics for the show but maybe not maybe the gop rhino establishment is really courting desantis and he's kind of fallen into it but we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. All we can do right now is theorize and speculatize, but give it some time and we'll see how it plays out. We'll see what that announcement tomorrow makes, uh, Trump makes tomorrow is going to be as well. Yeah, I mean, at the surface level, I agree. I like DeSantis. He's done a lot of great stuff, right? I like Trump too. He's done a lot of good stuff too. I think the people that don't like Trump and like DeSantis, their main issue is that, oh, Trump's too dramatic. I want somebody who's more political, who's who's better kept, who's who behaves better, like DeSantis. And I'm over here like, fuck that. The world's dramatic. Deal with the drama. I cannot stand when people complain about drama. The world's dramatic. Deal with the drama. And here's the thing. Trump wouldn't be so, quote-unquote, divisive. It's not Trump being divisive, it's the media being divisive. Trump wouldn't have to be so dramatic if the media wouldn't suck so much. And there wasn't so many clowns in government lying and trying to undermine Trump, right? So if the media was honest for once, then Trump wouldn't be dramatic. And they wouldn't be complaining. So, yeah, I don't know. A lot of complainers out there, right? Drama. Uh, We'll see what happens with DeSantis and Trump. Onward now to the Cary Lake lawsuit in Arizona. Judge set schedule for the uh, motion to dismiss. It's due by Thursday, tomorrow. Tentative trial scheduled for next week. So this trial is moving pretty quickly. And it's big. It's huge. Cary Lake even made a, made a tweet today on Twitter and got Elon Musk to respond to her. And Cary Lake was tweeting about how she thought Twitter was censoring or suppressing 
any tweets about her lawsuit. And, and she got Elon Musk to respond to it. And that simple fact right there brings how many hundreds of thousands or millions of more eyes onto Carrie Lake's lawsuit, which, of course, the mainstream media is not reporting anything on. So big lawsuit. Spread the word. Pray for the best. And we'll see what happens in the coming days. Looks like this is going to move pretty quick. Again, no expectations, but you can pray, have hope, have faith. Let's do that. All right. Another rigged election we have to talk about is in Brazil. So Brazil uprising update. I guess we had this situation happen Monday night where five buses and six cars were torched in flames. And the fake news in Brazil is trying to blame it on Bolsonaro protesters. Apparently, video footage taken of the protesters caught them setting these buses ablaze. They were wearing Bolsonaro gear. And America's 2020 is Brazil's 2022. This just looks like January 6th reincarnate, right? A fed surrection. It's a fed surrection. So... This is fifth-generation warfare at its finest, folks. It's happening in every single country, all over the place, psyops everywhere. And yeah, these are probably communist clowns paid. Does Brazil have an Antifa? Probably. Brazil Antifers uh, being paid to dress up as Bolsonaro supporters. We call these kind of folks agent provocateurs, black block kind of tactics. They dressed up as Bolsonaro supporters, lit the buses on fire, got caught on video purposely, and then video spreads, and then fake news media can claim it was Bolsonaro supporters are extremists and domestic terrorists, right? So same thing, same damn thing. They're trying they rigged the election and they're trying to make the election stay rigged. They're trying to make it stay rigged. So uh information warfare at its finest going on there in Brazil. Maybe they're pissed off that Brazil lost the World Cup, but uh, hey. <laughs> All right. And then Bolsonaro's wife, the uh, commies there in Brazil, are trying to threaten her with arrest because Bolsonaro's wife tried to feed. She tried to serve meals to the protesters. Can you imagine in Canada if Trudeau threatened jail time for anybody who tried to feed the Canadian truckers last year? Maybe he did. Uh, that's something Trudeau would probably absolutely do, is threaten jail time for anybody trying to feed the Canadian truckers. But pretty much same thing, right? Kami's trying to uh, say that she's helping the extremists by putting food in their bellies. All right. Crazy stuff going on in Brazil there. Now let's move on to the the Pope, Pope Francis, otherwise known as Pope Jackass, Pope Asshole, Pope probably going to hell, uh, Pope calls on people to spend less money on Christmas and give the money to those in war-ravaged Ukraine. Can't make this shit up. One of the richest institutions on earth, the head of probably one of the richest institutions on earth, is telling you not to spend any money on your loved ones for Christmas, not to, you know, help the dying economy out by spending spending some of your breadcrumbs. Nope. 
you need to send that to Ukraine because it's not like the American taxpayer has already sent $50 billion to Ukraine. No. It's not like Pope Francis can shove that golden throne up his ass and send some of the Vatican money over to Ukraine. No. He's got to tell you to give your money over. And I want to highlight one thing here too. Um, Check out the words he used. Pope calling for, quote, concrete gestures of charity for Ukrainians over festive period. Concrete. I want to highlight that word, concrete. So this was featured in a Q drop. It was a Q drop from November 5th. 2017 and q is detailing how these cabal folk will use the word concrete in some of their tweets and public statements and stuff and it's basically a code word that is a signal for go orders go orders being sent and uh let me bring up that q drop in fact actually so i can show you exactly what i am describing that is last one right here so november 5th 2017 code there's a tweet that was sent this tweet was actually sent by obama that said may god also grant all of us the wisdom to ask what concrete steps we can take to reduce the violence and weaponry in our mess then q says note when we just sent the go orders and when this tweet went live coincidence press so basically concrete is some sort of code word sounds like um i've seen hillary clinton Hillary Clinton in 2020 made a very ominous tweet that also used the word concrete in, a, in an odd way. So when I saw that, the Pope saying concrete gestures, I'm like, shoot, shoot. What does this mean? What's the Pope saying? Is he putting out some message out there? Is the Pope's, is the Pope's deep state cabal Illuminati handlers telling him what to say or something like that? Putting some comms out there. And then add that to just yesterday, the Pope issuing a dire warning for humanity, he says he sees, quote, greater omens and destruction in the world. Pope Francis painted a grim picture, putting out a dire warning, saying he sees greater omens of greater destruction and desolation in the world. That's some ominous shit. And compare that, add that to his concrete gestures. I'm thinking the freaking cabal might send us a false flag for Christmas. What are you guys thinking? I hope not. I hope not. But just putting some pieces together here with what the Pope is saying. And, you know, it's kind of, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Maybe some sort of like black swan event that wrecks the, uh, wrecks the economy. We also saw the, what, there was another another pandemic preparedness exercise that we were discussing on Monday's show that the elites were doing. Um, are we going to get, like, COVID 2.0 rolling through? Or I hope, I hope it's not some sort of, like, shooting. Um, anyway, keep your head on a swivel. Stay frosty. Speaking of Frosty, AOC's climate change film. Raise your hand if you even knew that AOC had a film coming out. 
I can't raise my hand for that one. AOC's climate change film called To the End generated, look at this, $80 per theater. Sold eight tickets per theater. Talk about a bomb. AOC's film bombed harder than Ukraine. Dude. <laughs> climate change film. Bye-bye, AOC. So there's that. Also with the climate change narratives, right? So we've been discussing how nuclear fusion. I talked about this on Monday as well. The whole nuclear fusion BS you've heard ad nauseum for the last two, three days. Oh, scientists made a huge breakthrough on the road to emissions-free power with shooting lasers into helium molecules and and whatever. So, uh, here's this from the New York Times today. Can fusion solve the climate crisis? Freaking knew it. They're so predictable. They're so predictable. I knew this was coming. They're going to say nuclear fusion can solve the climate crisis and we're going to have to put billions and billions of dollars into nuclear fusion to save everything. Actually, if you read this New York Times article, they kind of take a, they try to take a neutral approach and say, oh, we actually, uh, nuclear fusion's pretty far off and it's really expensive and in 10 years it might work, but what we need to do now is focus on other green energy tech like like wind power and solar power and shit. So, but no doubt, within the next few years, they're probably going to try to steal a shitload of tax dollars and put it into fusion. And point being is that nuclear fusion is really expensive and it's still centralized energy tech, centralized, meaning still got to hook up to a grid, still got to meet your house. Uh, and it's no, it ain't no zero point energy. Tell you that, it ain't no... Ain't no zero point. So it's just another bait and switch. It's just another bait and switch. I'm not a I'm not a fan of this fusion push. By any means. And here's another BS push that the woke assholes out there trying to uh bring forth. That is cancer mRNA vaccine. This one's made by Moderna, of course. Big surprise. Moderna got all that DARPA money. Got all that CIA money ten years ago to to, uh, to develop this mRNA tech, so they're at the forefront of it. Cancer mRNA vaccine completes pivotal trial. Guess what? As always happens with big pharma, they tell you that it's supposed to be a treatment for it, but it actually causes more of it, right? So this cancer vaccine is probably going to cause more cancer, even though they say it's going to treat and get rid of cancer. Of course, big pharma, no money in healthy people, no money in sick people, or excuse me, no money in dead people. No money in dead people, no money in healthy people, only money in sick people who come back for more and more drugs and more and more treatments. So take this gene editing therapy to screw your genes up and probably get more cancer in the future. There you go. Uh, onward from that one. We've got, oh God, look at this. This is great. This is freaking great. So, Fortune Magazine, new study, 
New study says people who skipped their COVID vaccine are at a higher risk of traffic accidents, according to a new study. That's the headline. The headline in and of itself is batshit. In fact, when I drive around, I'm worried about the vaccinated people causing vaccidents. And in fact, I think that's the case in some regard. You know, people's motor skills aren't functioning right. Their brains are deteriorating, getting heart problems sporadically, spontaneously. So I think some of these accidents are caused by freaking shots and planes too, right? Freaking terrifying. Imagine your pilot getting heart problems up in the air. But anyway, so that's the headline. Stupid enough on its own. When you read what this study was saying... This was the crux of the study here. It says, of course, skipping a COVID vaccine does not mean that someone will get into a car crash. Instead, the authors theorize that people who resist public health recommendations might also neglect basic road safety guidelines. Yes, they didn't study jack shit in terms of statistics or raw data No, they just theorized. And they call us conspiracy theorizers stupid. This is next level asshattery. Oh, people who neglect getting a vaccine will probably also break road rules (laughs) and get into accidents. Jesus. These are a bunch of scientists out of Toronto that did this study. So, uh. Thanks, Canada. Appreciate you. Just kidding, Canadians. All right. A uh, couple more things on COVID. Then we'll move on talking uh, SBF, Elon Musk, a few other things too. So masks coming back. LA urging masks again. I think New York's doing it too. A few, uh, bunch of big Democrat cities trying to push the masks again. So yeah, maybe maybe what's coming will be another... COVID 2.0 push. It looks like um, RSV is a popular, is the popular sickness that's getting pushed by the mainstream media. So COVID, flu, or RSV. Ah, everybody be scared. Put your masks back on. Get your vaccines, et cetera, et cetera. So um, going to be a lot more disease push. We're in the winter. They always do it in the winter. Push the fear porn about the diseases, so... Yeah, you might see a few more people in your grocery store with masks on, but it is what it is. All right, before we start, uh, before we get on into talking about Sam bank scam fraud and and the pedo producers at CNN getting arrested and Elon Musk and all that, uh, another quick ad break. This one from our friends at Virtual Shield. Virtual Shield VPN. This is a virtual private network service. Virtual Shield is a super easy, super cheap way to protect your internet browsing, protect your devices with a VPN, scrambling your IP address and preventing websites from tracking you, preventing, um, you know, your, your data from getting hacked as well. So Virtual Shield, it's super cheap. They got a special going on for three bucks a month. For just over three bucks a month, you can get a VPN virtual shield service link will be down in the description below 
go check them out. You can get like 70% off lifetime discount using that uh, affiliate link in the description box. Okay, let's move on now to Sam Bank Scam Fraud. Scam Bankrupt Fraud. How about that one? He got arrested, could face up to 100 billion years in jail, and um, all of his indictments came out. Yeah, right? He's going to be suicided before he spills it all? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, make sure those uh, video cameras are working in your jail cell, Samuel. That's what Jeffrey Epstein would uh, tell you. So he was charged today by the Southern District of New York. SDNY. A bunch of counts of conspiracy and wire fraud and... Let's see. Conduct alleged in the indictment. He defrauded customers. No shit. Defrauded lenders to Alameda Research. Defrauded investors. And violated campaign finance laws. Hmm. I think, uh, what's her face? Biden's communications director, uh, Jean-Pierre. She was actually asked by a reporter today if the Biden admin would give back the money that they got from SBF. <laughs> And she didn't have anything to say about that. Didn't have anything to say about that. So, bummer. Bankrupt fraud also denied bail by the judge in the Bahamas. So, there's that. Speaking of people in jail, ex-CNN pedo producer John Griffin pleaded guilty to a child sex charge. This was the guy that was really close with Chris Cuomo, remember? He was like Chris Cuomo's right-hand man. I think he worked at CNN for like seven years, eight years. Um, ooh. CNN pedo producer here uh, met a woman online and persuaded her to bring her nine-year-old daughter to his $3 million cabin. And that's where all the illegal shit went down. So there you go. And this, is, this isn't the only CNN pedo producer, remember? It got exposed. There was another one as well. But <laughs> there you go. All right, quick shout out. Thank you, uh, Renegades Beat. Much appreciated for the Rumble Rant. Ten bucks. Wonder if Trump's big announcement tomorrow will be done as his first tweet. Ooh, that's a dasting thought. Uh, he he did say that he wouldn't go back to Twitter, but mm, mm, that's a thought there. Uh, happy holidays. Much appreciated. You like the clickbait of the week videos. Speaking of which, I'm going to be doing a Merry Griftmas, a Merry Griftmas episode within the next uh, few days. We've got some Phil Godlewski scams to expose. Also, I saw Corey Good's deposition going viral as well, the video of it. And oof. So we got those fools to expose and then others as well. So thanks for the uh, tip there, my friend. Also, Allison on Foxhole, porpoiseful on foxhole thanks guys for those gold pills appreciate it all right back to the news cnn getting exposed washington post speaking of wapo they're uh going through some layoffs i think i saw today so good 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 very good are you not entertained layoffs going on everywhere all over fake news media which is great uh so WAPO trying to trying to paint Elon Musk into the QAnon box. 
Trying to slap the QAnon label on him. Headline here says, QAnon is finding new life in Elon Musk's conspiracy theories. Among some QAnon devotees, Musk has become a figure of prophecy on par with Donald Trump. Uh, whatever. Okay, let's see what this jackass says. Does he even name anybody? No, he doesn't. He just calls them QAnon amplifying accounts on Telegram. See, these jackasses are too pansy to, to name the accounts because they don't want us to go follow us. So that's a tactic they do. They just are vague and don't name exactly where they get their stuff. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, a QAnon boosting account with all these followers on True Social. Oh, that's Pepe Lives Matter. Washington Post is referring to uh, PLM there. Good work, PLM. For getting uh, named but not named by WAPO. Um, who else do they name? They don't name anybody. But my favorite part of this article, let's see here, is that they actually reached out to Elon Musk and asked Elon Musk for his thoughts about QAnon. And in the email, Elon Musk simply replied, lol <laughs> lol <laughs> you're not gonna get an answer from musk about that subject isn't that great but this is uh you know musk made that the follow rabbit tweet the other day he's getting he's getting getting there man and we know elon musk lurks on true social we know Musk has some sort of sock puppet account on True Social that he lurks with, so you got to wonder who he follows. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Next subject. Elon Musk. Oh, here's that uh, follow rabbit tweet he made a couple days ago. Really pissing off the uh, blue checks on Twitter. Oh, uh, I can't call them blue checks anymore, right? Because anybody can get a blue check. You just got to pay $8. But uh, what do we call them now? The propagandists on Twitter? I don't know. This lady tweeted here. Elon Musk is now explicitly encouraging his 120 million followers to start following QAnon. Put differently, Elon Musk is encouraging his 120 million followers to join a domestic terrorism movement. Dude, how... The, the way she leaps, the way it's like Olympic-level jump. That is Mr. Fantastic-level reach there. Going follow rabbit emoji to encouraging followers to follow Q. Are rabbit emojis terror terrorism? Rabbit emojis equal extremism, according to this postdoc from umd studying disinformation cognitive security what a fancy way to say that she's basically brainwashing people uh but she thinks she's undoing the brainwashing that's backwards world for you the brainwashers are so brainwashed that they think they're trying to help people get unbrainwashed when in reality they're just furthering and facilitating more brainwashing. 
Did did I say that right? I don't know. That might have not come out right. Maybe it did. I have no idea what I just said. Okay. And a few more things on Elon. Looks like he's working hard on a payment processing system for Twitter. Because PayPal is asshole. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Because PayPal censor. PayPal actually censored me uh, a few days ago. Again, I've had like two or three accounts taken down from PayPal. And I had another one. And I was using it on my uh, supplement website, Conscious Strength. And freaking PayPal, um, they didn't like the the CBD products that I had on my website. So they told me to remove PayPal from it. <laughs> CBD, man. Legal in all 50 states. So, all right. Twitter payment processing. That'd be, that'd be interesting. Uh, Missouri Attorney General's office issues preservation of evidence for the feds communications with Twitter believes feds are hiding evidence from investigators. Yeah, no shit, right? Probably Fauci and Fauci's whole team. So that is interesting. Let's see. Twitter alternative post post news seeking a $250 million valuation. So post news is a, let's bring it up here. This is like a Twitter clone. A social platform for real people, real news, and civil conversations. This is a whole left-wing garbage bin. This is a left-wing dumpster fire where every, everybody that doesn't want to do Twitter, they're running to this thing. And they're just hanging out in their own little echo chamber now because they don't want to... They're too scared and pussy to be on Twitter. So post... It's called Post News. They want a $250 million valuation. And in their press release for this, they state that they have 100,000 accounts on their platform and 400,000 potential users on a wait list. Potential users, probably bots, fake. So, okay, 100,000 accounts. They want $250 million. That is... $2,500 per user. Think about that. They're valuing each user of their company at $2,500. Meaning they think they can make $2,500 per user on their platform. Whoa, what a pipe dream. Talk about grift. You can't get no grift like a left-wing grift. Maybe Phil Godlewski is a closet Democrat. Probably is. Uh, yeah, what a, what a trash bin. <laughs> 100,000 people. True Social is even uh, far beyond that. Way better than like 100,000 accounts on it, right? Okay, uh, onward. TikTok, trying to get banned. What do we got? Some Republican congressmen, yeah. Actually, it's bipartisan, which is good. There's a couple Democrats that are supporting this, but... uh. Congressman, a bill was introduced citing the FBI and SEC's concerns about TikTok being a spy platform. China. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Uh, yeah, good. Ban it. Screw TikTok. Freaking weapon of warfare, right? What a 
what a just turning kids' minds into mush. Also, not just TikTok, a weapon of war from China, but also um, I'm honestly more concerned about. Well, I'm not more concerned about because TikTok is bad, but all the drones, all the DJI drones in the sky. DJI is a Chinese company, and they make the they make the majority of consumer drones on the market, the Mavics and and all of that. And there's like tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of these DJI drones in the skies flying around the country taking video and where could that video go it's a damn good question not just that but there's some more higher end dgi drones that they're now making and selling to police departments and law law enforcement units and these are pretty like advanced 10 fifteen thousand dollar drones that have infrared and all sorts of stuff with them, but that's even scarier. Like, what if China could hack these drones that law enforcement are using? And law enforcement, they don't know any better, which they should. But yeah, man, drone companies, they get a lot of data. They get a lot of data. Uh, and TikTok, too. So, more companies than one that we got to watch out for. All right, onward. WAPO on deck again. So Washington Post pulling the race card, as they always do. And they released this article called, uh, the headline was, Why doesn't Argentina have more black players in the World Cup? Good old anti-racist racists. Anti-racist racists. All right, I'm getting a, uh, I'm getting a couple of requests for a, button push they want me to uh they want me to press this button again donald trump don't trust china china is asshole all right you happy you happy why are you gay okay so here's the thing in argentina like 90 freaking do they have the statistics here in this gateway pundit article less than one percent of the argentinian population is black Less than 1%. Argentina is whiter than Wonder Bread. And WAPO is out here trying to say that, oh, it's racist because they got no black people on their team. Bitch, they're looking for the best players they can find to get Messi a World Cup. They don't care what color the player is. They're looking for talent. Whatever. Um, so there's that. All right, moving on. Biden signing into law a same-sex marriage bill. Ten years after his famous Sunday show answer on the issue. Uh, yeah, I guess like 10, 15 years ago, Joe Biden signed the Defense of Marriage Act, which stated marriage was between a man and a woman. So he was anti-gay marriage like a decade ago, and now Joe Biden totally changed his mind. Um 15, 20 years later, same-sex marriage bill, which now makes it a federal law that states have to recognize marriage licenses for same-sex couples, which, you know, whatever. If gay people want to go marry, they should be able to do that. Um, 
The federal government shouldn't be getting involved in that, though. That would be a state's rights issue. But even then, whatever. If you're gay and you want to go get married, go get married. Um, have fun, right? H have fun buying your $10,000 diamonds and then signing a signing a contract that the government issues you. Whatever, right? But no, it's just stupid to make this any kind of public issue like this. Um, and then, of course, today, because the same-sex marriage law thing's in the news, then we got this press release, this narrative going around, Club Q shooting survivors, press Congress to act on guns. Uh, oh, no, AR-15-style semi-automatic we weapons. Got to get rid of the AR-15s. Meanwhile, how many millions of AR-15s are in hands around the country? And how many people have died because of AR-15s? Like, 100, 200 maybe? Meanwhile, there's millions and millions of AR-15s out there. So the actual rate of, of violence and death caused by AR-15s is like less of a percentage of black people in Argentina. Like, <laughs> so, uh, statistics tell a whole different story than sensationalist drama. And then back on the tranny issue, Joe Biden's Department of Energy tranny employee, Sam Brinton, he's a baggage stealer. He got caught multiple times trying to steal bag baggage. What a freaking weirdo. How do you how do you have like an addiction to stealing luggage? Is that is that how the kiddos are getting their fix these days? Is that how they're getting their dopamine rush, their excitement? Nah. Don't want to do action sports. Nah. I, I don't want to do I don't, I'm going to steal luggage. That's how I'm going to get my adrenaline fix. Freaking weirdo. Um, and lastly, Biden establishing, establishing a government task force to combat anti-Semitism. So, this is the task force to combat anti-Semitism. Of course, anti-Semitism is incredibly vague. They've been trying real hard for years to label all the Q people is anti-Semitic. Media Matters tries to label me as anti-Semitic all the freaking time based on a tweet I made three years ago that was taken way out of context. I didn't mention Jews, Jewish, Israel, anything. I didn't mention any of that in this tweet. Yet Media Matters constantly tries to paint me as anti-Semitic over it. Um, don't you dare say the word Rothschilds or George Soros bring up the Rothschilds or George Soros, and you don't, again, you don't even need to say Israel or Jews or Jewish or Torah or Hebrew or anything. They'll try to label you as anti-Semitic just for daring to whisper Rothschild, Soros. So uh, there you go. How many lists am I on now? That's what I want to know. How many task forces have me in their sights? Hello, Fed boys watching this show. Hi. Hope you have a good Christmas or a happy Hanukkah. <laughs>
I'm so anti-Semitic. I'm going to wish you a happy Hanukkah. Okay. That's all I got, guys. Uh, that's all I got for this one. And one last plug here at the end, and then we'll do some Q&A and some music. So this is a friend of mine's company. It's called One Source Solutions. And speaking of payment processing, this is a payment processing company. So if you have a business or you're looking to start a business and uh, you need to take credit cards for it, whether it's in person or over the internet, whatever it is, e-commerce website, whether you're a chiropractor, maybe you're a plumber, maybe you're an electrician, maybe you run a nail salon or a haircutting place, whatever. If you need to run cards, run payments, call these guys. Great mom and pop business, ran out of South Carolina. Uh, that's where I think they're located. One Source Solutions, they'll help you out. They'll take care of you. Give them a call and, and uh, talk to them. I think they're looking at helping people with crypto payments too. So if you want to take crypto payments for whatever reason for your business. But uh, trustonesource.com is the website. I'll put it in the description below this video. Give them a call. Tell them I sent you. Great people. They'll help you out. They'll help your business out. And you won't have to deal with PayPal or Stripe. PayPal and Stripe is asshole. Asshole payment process business. Oh, God. Now they're, now they're going to call me a anti-Asian racist, aren't they? Just for doing You can't win these days, man. You can't win. How did the generation that grew up with South Park and Futurama turn into this? I don't know, man. Yeah, let's do some... There we go. All right. Boyce Blank. Here's those gold pills. Thank you, Sean Joe. They limit TikTok in their own damn country. It's not called TikTok, it's called Bite Dance. And yes, they do limit everything in China, don't they? They limit their water and food and soon it's gonna be a, they're gonna limit the air they're able to breathe. That's a good point. How many black players are playing for France? They're like, whole team is black, which is a much higher proportion than their country, right? So why, why doesn't WAPO celebrate that? No, they want to they want to uh, be negative Nancys and complain about Argentina. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Grizzly on DLive. I don't think there'll be a real nuclear war. I think that's all just kind of 
threats and war drumming. Fear enough to control the sheep and baby truthers. Yeah, right, baby truthers. Uh, I'm not concerned about nuclear war. Did I look into the Brunson versus Adams case? Not too in-depth. I briefly touched on it on Monday's stream, but I haven't looked into it all that in-depth. But I've seen that the, uh, uh, what's his name? Joshua Phillips, who's an awesome reporter. I've met him a couple times. Um, talked to him a couple times. Good dude. Joshua Phillips did a video expose, kind of a deep dive into that case for Epic Times TV. Epic TV, whatever they call it. So I want to watch that. I didn't watch it yet. Although I'll, over the next couple of days, maybe I'll have more to report on Friday about the Brunson case. But yeah, I guess it's going to SCOTUS, Supreme Court. The left only sees colors. I see Americans. Indeed, Donnie. And the left can't even decide what colors it sees. Sometimes they only see black and white. Sometimes they see a rainbow. Which is it? Yeah, there's no white people on Mexico's team. What the hell? That's racist. saw last week someone say in a chat that I got engaged. Uh, fake news. People say the darndest things on the internet, man. <sighs> the shit that I see written about me, especially on like True Social, all those all those weirdos on True Social lately. There's some freaking weirdos on True Social. But uh. Like, Jordan believes this, and I read it, and I'm like, "How's that person? Why do they think they know what I believe?" Jordan says this. Jordan does this. <laughs> Whatever. Gossipers all over the place, right? Voice blank, more gold pills. Thank you. Your sister wants to go to Australia with you. You have family there. You're discouraging? Should you? Hell yeah, you should. Freaking Australia is great, man. Just run away from any animal or insect you see there. Even koalas. Those fuckers got sharp claws, man. Gnarly thing. Appreciate, appreciate all the wildlife in Australia from a very safe distance. <laughs> um, oh, I'd love to go back to Australia. Just make sure that you don't need a vaccine to go there and that like the area you're going to is not... I mean, I, I, if I went to Australia, I probably wouldn't go to a city. 
I'll just say that. I'd be chilling in the country. Go find me some Crocs. Go see the uh, shows that the Crocodile Hunters kids put on. These kids are like extending his legacy. I think they're in their like early 20s now or something like that, but his son, Steve Irwin's son, is like just like dad. Pretty crazy. Uh, I flew direct. When I went to Australia, I might have had a layover in San Fran. Went from Sydney to San Fran to Seattle. Or it was Sydney straight to Seattle. I can't quite remember, but no, I didn't go through Asia. Thank God. That would have been versatile. in LAX does Sydney not go to San Fran do they go to LAX maybe I, I can't quite remember if I went from uh, Sydney straight to Seattle or from Sydney to somewhere in California and then to Seattle but when I fly do my arms get tired oh Dad jokes for the win. Dad jokes for the win. No, I'm like Goku. I just get some like energy burst and I go Super Saiyan. Just carry a big knife. <laughs> I'll show you a knife. Different crocodile, though. We're talking Crocodile Dundee there. I'll show you a knife. Gets out his, like, machete. I'll show you a knife. How's Idaho's weather this time of year? Cold. Feel like I'm in Hoth. Freaking looking for a tauntaun to split open and sleep in. Um, it's not that cold. But it's dry. It's chilly and dry. You went here for, in November for an alternative, alternative energy conference with John Benini some years ago. Oh, okay. You were here years ago, but it was in November you were here years ago. Got it. But I think the Bedini brothers, they were from northern Idaho, weren't they? Like Coeur d'Alene or Ponderay area. Do you remember uh do you remember where? But I think I remember the Bedini brothers were up in northern Idaho. They get more snow up there. 
Oh, Red Pill 78's going to have Brunson on his show on Saturday. Go, Zach. All right. Looking forward to the Grift Miss clickbait episode next week. Nice. Appreciate that. Have I ever researched cancer cures? Yes. One of the first things that woke me up a decade ago, over a decade ago, was uh, holistic health and suppressed treatments like the Gerson therapy. I researched the Gerson therapy very in-depth. Uh, MMS, chlorine dioxide, right? That's been one of my um, like pivotal things I've talked about been a very loud voice about that mms i researched vitamin b17 dr royal rife's frequency and vibration machines killing viruses with resonance uh, brzezinski and his anti-neoplastons anti-neoplastons um, yeah good days good days researching all that stuff. Ah, we got a Godlewski convert here. Chat says, used to follow Phil Frodlewski for eight months. Whew. That's, uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of Frodlewski, man. I don't know how you survived that. Uh, you got tired of all his lies. Glad you got tired of it, pulled away. Now you're here, so welcome, my friend. Appreciate it. Yes, I keep it real. I do believe I do. I ain't gonna bullshit ya. No matter if people don't like me for saying those hard truths, pamphlet on uh, Patriot Soapbox complimented my clickbait shows today. No shit. Cool. It's good to hear. Shout out to the uh, Patriot Soapbox guys. Thanks for the uh, plug. <laughs> Duppy says he'd rather pet the animals in Australia than San Francisco. Yeah. You probably get some like venereal disease from petting any of the animals in San Francisco. <laughs> Croc Dundee is way less harmful. This is a chat comment. Croc Dundee is way less harmful than the dumbasses on True Social that call themselves the authority and in the matrix when it comes to digging. Oh. You said the names that we do not speak. Yeah, what real jackasses they turned into. I got no shame saying that. What, just like toxic, arrogant, garbage humans 
people like the authority and matrix Jeff turned into. Whatever, man. They're just the annoying flies in the room at this point. So get the fuck out of here. Annoying shit. Fildo going on. Fildo chat says, this is on Rumble. Fildo going full on Q complex on his Telegram. All these fake comps. Oh. Phil's got more of a complex than just a Q complex. Tell you what. I have some splaining to do about we the media. Like what? Thing is, there's a bunch of drama queens out there that are making things into a far bigger deal and spinning stories, twisting facts. Um, what do I have to explain? <laughs> the forbidden names. Oh, according to Patriot Soapbox? He thinks I have explaining to do about We The Media? Maybe he's believing some of the crap that the forbidden names are claiming on True Social. Like, all these clowns, especially on True Social, there's just like a little network of them uh, all wiping each other's ass. But they're saying that, oh, We The Media is this elitist group and they made each other sign NDAs and they only promoted each other's work and they, they gatekeeped and they blacklisted Anons and all that sort of dumb shit. And it's okay. Really briefly, uh, yes, I am now running We The Media, it's mine, but I can, let's go through some of those dumb shit claims. Number one, no, there's never been any NDAs for We The Media. I didn't sign any, we never had people sign NDAs. We had like a general contributor agreement that we wanted people to sign off on like a telegram poll that was it but no no ndas number two there's the claim around there saying oh we the media just shares each other's work well no we the media does share work from anons and journalists and creators outside of we the media okay but that claim is point is horseshit because when we started we the media two years ago that was the literal point of us starting We The Media. Because all of us Anons, back in the Twitter days, we started getting banned off Twitter. I got banned, Red Pill 78 IET. Uh, we were all getting banned. So we came over to Telegram. We started a chat. We started a page. And yeah, we were like, we had this page to share all of our work so we could get found again. So what? VFD. Big freaking deal. All these drama queens on True Social, like the Forbidden Names and others, all their friends, they're trying to sensationalize this shit out of nowhere. Like, yeah, of course we were sharing each other's work. That's what, that's the point for making the thing. Look at the Gateway Pundit. What does a Gateway Pundit do? Put out their own articles, share their own articles. <laughs> it's a media brand. It's a media group. It's a media conglomerate. Yeah, so... That's a, that's a dumb thing claim. Blacklisting. Um, that's another one. 
no. I mean, we never told people what they couldn't couldn't do on their personal channels. So if we had contributors in We The Media and they wanted to like call out Lynn Wood for being a dumbass or something like that, we were like, okay, don't use the We The Media channel for that kind of drama, okay? We're not gonna share that stuff. And there were some people we didn't wanna share on, on the We The Media page because they were questionable. We didn't wanna amplify them or promote them on We The Media page. But there was never any rules about what people could or couldn't do on their personal page, right? So no, there's not some like gatekeeping elitist shit that we did in We The Media at all. Uh, there, there was a few accounts throughout the months that we like didn't really want to promote. Again, BFD, big fucking deal. If you got some questionable Anon who might not be all they're saying they are, why would we want to promote them on our page? So, I don't know. Is there anything else you want me to touch on? Those are just the main ones that I've seen floating around. So, that was a quick... Uh, I think I said on Monday I was never going to talk about it again, but it, it did kind of turn into a, a big a bigger deal than it ever needed to be. So I'll keep, yeah, talk about it if I get asked or if I need to, but whatever. Just call them out with facts and move on. Exactly. I'm not going to spend all that much time on it, but. Chat says, uh, you were right when you called in the Matrix a sanctimonious prick a few weeks back. I ain't gonna disagree. He keeps trying to, like, clap back at me on True Social, and then I'll respond to him with a fact, show him contradicting himself, and then he deletes his post. I have, like, a couple screenshots of him deleting his post because he tries to get at me with, like, a gotcha. You're not, you're not smart enough for all that arrogance, Matrix. Like, if you're gonna pick on somebody, pick on somebody your own IQ. <laughs> the MG guys remind you of Lenny and Squiggy? I don't know who Lenny and Squiggy are, but they remind me of uh, Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> uh, Emotional damage. All right, any more uh, constructive conversations we can have before we uh, finish this up? The shit must be stirred. Indeed. Again, people complaining about the drama. Hold on, I might sneeze. Ugh, I'm allergic to dumbasses. There's been way too many of them on True Social. Um, people complain about the drama. I don't like the drama. Again, the world's dramatic. 
You're just placing the drama label on it because it's making you uncomfortable. Oh no, I'm getting uncomfortable. So I'm going to label it drama so I can not look at it and disregard it. Sometimes you got to look at the drama and you got to peer through it to see what the truth might be. Because sometimes you might think somebody is a good person and a patriot and all that shit, but really they're just like a crazy narcissist and they're getting called out. Oh, but you don't like them getting called out. So you call it drama. So you don't have to look at it and just stay in your own little happy place, your own little comfort zone. These are the same people that, you know, when constructive or rightful criticism gets made, they call it negative. Anytime rightful bullshit gets called out. Oh, don't be negative. You're being negative. That's them, right? Same people that complain about drama. So, Sometimes we gotta do it again. But just don't be emotional. (laughs) Don't be emotional about it. Look, you can make the drama not dramatic by not getting overly emotional about it and controlling your emotions, which is a big problem, man. Jeez. Huge problem. People just can't control their emotions. They let their emotions control them. And then all their thoughts get skewed. Their whole discernment process gets skewed. Their whole life gets skewed. They keep making mistakes. They keep fucking up. They get health problems. Just because they get really mad or they get really sad or they get depressed or they get upset. Like sensationalized shit to themselves. Facts over feelings, right? Best to smoke a joint now and then. I think I smoked enough joints throughout my 20s that I'm like, I'll be chill. I'll be chill for a while. I'll start toking again in my 40s. Grow some some dreads or something. Chat says, you rolled joints for Corey Good, apparently. Yeah, a couple. That Colorado bud, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) That deposition was crazy, though. That deposition was nuts. It's insane because you see, you see this, you know, if you look at Corey's Telegram channel or his Twitter account or any of the things he said in his YouTube videos, the story that he tells is that, oh, he's going to expose all these disclosure clowns and his lawsuit's going real well. He's going to win his lawsuit and 
he's gonna make this documentary that's gonna expose the infiltration and the disclosure movement and and he's gonna trademark his his intellectual property and expose all these other fake secret space program whistleblowers. He sells this idea like he's some big badass that's doing so great with his court cases. But then you watch the deposition tape from Corey. Completely different picture. Completely different picture. Dude, like Corey was getting into it with his lawyer. Corey appeared frazzled, angry at times. Heads with that lawyer. The shit that Corey was saying is in his deposition, like talking about the affair he had with his assistant years ago, and then admitting David Wilcock made like four million dollars on one of his courses. Yeah, totally threw David Wilcock under the bus. Corey probably never thought that deposition video would go public. Deposition video got posted to the eSETI chat, but was soon deleted. Yo, what's up, eSETI? What happened to transparency? That shit should be open source. You should post all the deposition videos open source and compare, contrast. That's the point, right? Um, yeah, bummer. eSETI. I love eSETI, man. Love eSETI, but I think. Um, I don't know if truth is always number one at East City anymore. But yeah, and then and then Corey was basically like saying that a lot of what's in his testimony is basically drama. It's it's fabricated. He was like he painted himself into a corner talking to the lawyer. And he was, he was having to say it was like drama because he's trying to trademark his IP, his intellectual property and all that shit. So talk about gatekeeper. That's like gatekeeper tactics. But uh, he's like, oh, it's drama. It's part of my IP. It's in these stories. And the lawyer was like, so you're saying they're, they're, they're not real? They're delusions? Corey's like, no, they're not delusions. They're, they're drama. Like, so it's real? Like, did this really happen? Well, the best part was when the lawyer was like, so these Anshar you talk to, can anybody else talk to them? Is anybody like, Corey was like, no, no, only me, right? They're, they're my guides. He was trying to call them his guides or something. And um, Lori was like, so only you can speak to them. What if somebody else did a meditation and, and these Anshar came to them as guides? What about that? And Corey was like, oh, no, only I can speak to them. Up. In my clickbait show, I'll I'll play the videos. I, I posted them on my clickbait expose channel. So if you want to go see clips, um, go check clickbait expose on Telegram and True Social. But yeah, what the hell happened to Wilcock? Freaking went downhill the past few years. Tell you what, he like went silent. I mean, if he made five million dollars on his courses, what does he need to do? work anymore right and how shitty how shitty like once covid hit and then through election fraud and then through biden administration where's david and cory ben 
Nowhere. Barely doing anything. Selling courses. That's it. Not talking about anything relevant. Not even doing freaking content anymore. Kind of pathetic. Oh, by the way, just to front run it, um, I think that's the next attack that Alex and in the Matrix and all them are going to send my way. I'm pretty sure they're going to try to uh, paint me a Satanist because I worked with uh, Roger on that documentary like four or five years ago. Even though I haven't talked to Corey in three years and I clearly don't like him anymore. I haven't talked to David Wilcock in three years and I'm not really a fan of that anymore. I haven't talked to Roger in three years. Just want to front run that. I'm not associated with any of those guys anymore. But 10 bucks says they're going to try to paint me Satanist over it. So. Can't wait. One day I'm a Mossad agent. The next day I'm Antifa. The next day I'm a Satanist. That's the true social world for you. Maybe they're working for Phil Godlewski. <laughs> no. Probably somebody else. Uh, used to like hearing Wilcox's point of view, last no more. He's got good, good, there's some good work of his from like, 10 years ago era, right? Back when he was focusing more on the pyramid type stuff and uh, ancient civilizations and whatnot. Older books, but um, yeah, man. Once 2015 came around, Oh, what up, Zach? Redpill78 in the chat. Did somebody may say Mossad? What? Somebody say Mossad? I said the forbidden word, Mossad. I guess my car is going to get stolen now. have questions we all have questions bro we all have questions some questions are good other questions are loaded as shit and bad questions dumb questions What a fun chat portion here. What a fun Q&A. Didn't know all that was going to get brought up, but whatever. Can't see all I can't wait to see all the clips that get taken out of this stream and uploaded 
out of context and deceptively edited get posted to true social can't wait can't wait man you know what's gonna happen guys i think i'm gonna head out i'm gonna head out we stirred enough shit today stirred enough shit here's the thing i don't sleep good at night unless i stir enough shit during the day if enough if shit doesn't get stirred i don't sleep well at night feel like I did my job unless I stir that shit. How I live my life. As Rolling Stone says, I'm a professional shit stirrer. As opposed to an amateur shit stirrer. If I'm a professional, who pays me? Who pays me for the shit stirring? Some of those guys on True Social would say, Massad pays you. Yo, Zach, are you still here? Do you want to do that show still? Or do you think it's uh, not relevant? You let me know. And hey, everybody, go check Zach out on Badlands tonight. You can be on Badlands. Oh, speaking of which, that reminds me. Ah, I wanted to say this at the beginning of the stream, but I forgot. Um, knowledge based tomorrow. So we skipped a week. Skipped a week of knowledge based because Justin got married. Tomorrow, knowledge based is coming back, but have a guest host because Justin is still away. He's on his honeymoon. So I have a guest host, my friend Simon. We recorded today and we talked about the transgender agenda and also the transhuman agenda. Uh, it's a great conversation. So be Simon and I for Knowledge Base this week and that'll be premiering tomorrow at 7 Eastern, 7.30, 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific. Yeah, Simon Esler's awesome. He's great. He should get a show on Badlands. He'd do good. So, uh, good talk. And I think maybe when Justin comes back, uh, we'll try to get Simon on too. And it'll be the three of us for like a round table discussion. It'd be a good one. guys good talk good chat thank you for hanging out uh subscribe thumbs up this video 
do what you got to do. Appreciate you. Come back on Friday, 5 p.m. my time, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific for the Friday stream. Uh, tomorrow, Knowledge Based, 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific for that one. And uh, we'll see when the clickbait show is going to be. I'll shoot for this weekend, but uh, those take quite a bit of prep to do, so maybe this weekend or sometime next week. That's all the updates for now. Got a couple sub stacks I'm working on too, a couple articles. So I'm gonna work to have those out tomorrow. One of them at least. And uh, be some content I'm putting up on locals too. So that's it. Thank you, Matt, for those gold pills. You said Jordan was got, bro. Did I get got? Did they, did I get got? Did they got got me? Or is that a joke? I can't tell. Freaking internet. Whatever. Thanks for the gold pills. <laughs> and that's it for this one, guys. Thank you. Take care. Have a good night. And see you uh, tomorrow.